This is Inner Healing Paths podcast. Here we discuss the healing of the mind, body, soul, and spirit through a variety of different paths. We have emotional and spiritually minded conversations centering on ancestral healing, psychology, astrology, yoga, meditation, magic, and indigenous spiritual practices of the world. I am your host, Rosa Shetty, and I am so happy you are here. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Inner Healing Paths. I'm your host, Rosa, and this episode is titled On Healing Through Sensuality, Movement, and Burlesque Dancing with Jenny Viveros. Jenny is a licensed clinical social worker. She is a mental health therapist, and she's a burlesque dancer. In this episode, we talk a lot about reconnecting to our bodies through sensuality, through dance, through movement. We talked about... Um, reconnecting with that sensual, sacred feminine part within us. Jenny invites us to see this part um, as a doorway for a much deeper, more embodied healing. And she also talks a lot about using a rebozo as a tool to, to further our healing as we're engaging in movement. Uh, she sees the shawl or the rebozo as an embrace, as a way to hug yourself to feel your body in a much deeper more intimate way um, I had the honor of taking one of her classes and you're going to hear me share about this amazing experience so I want to remind you all that this episode does not treat or diagnose any physical or mental health condition this episode does not substitute for health care or mental health services of any kind guests have a right to share their opinion and perspective and this does not constitute an endorsement of them or any entity they represent if you like what you hear and you find it helpful on your healing journey, please share about it on your social media. You can leave us a review. This really helps our message to 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 get out there and reach more people who need it. So again, thank you all so much for listening and for your support. And here is the episode with Jenny Viveros. Take a listen. Hi, Jenny. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. I know we've been planning this for a while and it finally happened. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, of course. So to get started, can you share with our listeners just a little bit about you and, and the healing work that you do? Yes. So as you already know, my name is Jenny Viveros and uh, some of the, I think I carry multiple hats and I go about doing multiple things, but one, I am a licensed clinical social worker. So I've been a social worker for the past 12 years. And I, I do individual therapy, family therapy. And I've incorporated a little bit as the years have gone on um, some indigenous spirituality and indigenous traditional me medicina to my practice um, through the use of el rebozo and you know, also herbs and teas that we can um, use plantas to take care of us and nourish us along with um, what I call 
uh, dance therapy as well. So wonderful. And tell us, you know, one of the things, how I met you was through Instagram. Um, and it was through a class that you offered and I went to the class and I met you in person. It was just such a wonderful, wonderful experience. So I want to put that out there. It was, it was so different for me because we, you know, it was, uh, using, El reboso or a reboso, and for those that don't know what that is, it's like a, it's a shawl, right? And it's used in um, in Latin America, Mexico, and maybe Central America. Uh, but it was for me, it was just so unusual and so. But it was so nice. It was so nice to just hold that, the and and just to be able to to use it in a way that I never thought, to, you know, I would. So can you share a little bit about how that happened, how that, how you made that uh, connection with the Reboso and, and how you tapped into that medicine? Yes. So the Reboso has been, you know, part of, I mean, it's generation, it's indigenous. Uh, my family comes from Michoacan. My mom comes from Michoacan. And so the first time I was introduced to El Reboso was, you know, being carried by my grandmother. And my great grandmother, you know, they would always wear rebosos. Uh, and I always felt like I was nurtured, I was taken care of, like I was held. And, you know, even though like now they're no longer with me, when I use the rebosos, it's like an extension of them, of their of their love to me. Oh, so beautiful. Then, yeah. Yeah. And so the reboso to me, it's like I feel like it's such an important part of who I am, you know, as growing up, I would, you know, I would use it when I, when I would go out and it was cold, I would wrap myself in a rebozo. When it starts raining, that's my umbrella. Um, when it's hot, you could also, you know, cover yourself from the heat or from the sun if it's too hot. So I feel like it's been something that, you know, I've, I've grown up with. I've seen, you know, some of the women in my family use, but, you know, being born on this side of you know, Mexico on this side, like sometimes you get disconnected from that. Uh, but I always felt like there was a connection to the Reboso with me. And as I continue to learn and, and work with um, indigenous artesanas that actually, you know, make the Rebosos and create the Rebosos and there's a history behind it. And, you know, very powerful. Like I, I, you know, started incorporating into the dance and, and, the, and the music. And, you know, I've, I've been able to use the reboso like in, in folklorico, in a folklorico setting where you're able to dance um, and you're speaking through the reboso. But I know that you're talking about the class that we went to and that you went to and yeah, participated I mean, in. That was a very unique way to use it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I was able to incorporate into Latin burlesque, which is um, a way of being able to reclaim our sensualidad. And I feel like to me, the reboso also represents that la sensualidad we carry and that feminine essence um, when I use a reboso. Yes. And right now that you're talking about this, it just, and you, you, you mentioned how you felt held, you know, with, with, the, with the reboso, you, you felt yeah, like loved and, you know, by, by your grandmother. And, and right now, as you're talking, I, um, I realize why, you know, the, why I felt so, so special, you know, and good to use it in the class that I took from you, because it's like, you're being held right by your, in, in, in this, in the context of your class, it's like bringing it back to yourself, holding yourself, right. And, and recon, in a way, reconnecting, 
with your body and using the rebozo as a tool, right? For yeah. to really feel yourself in a way. Yeah. Yeah, that that's exactly, you know, and I feel like when when I'm when when I dance with the rebozo, like yeah, I'm I'm being held by like all the powerful women that have come before me and all the powerful women that will come, you know, in generations to come. So we're like paving the way for for that healing to continue to happen, you know, through the rebozo. Uh, and so yes, it's a very beautiful way of like holding ourselves. And, you know, being like the rebozo is that tool that, that is able to provide that healing. Yeah. So powerful. And, you know, now that you're mentioning, you know, it's also like a way to reconnect with our, with our ancestral roots, right? It's a, it's a way to reconnect with our ancestors because our abuelitas use that, you know, I know for a fact that they did. And I'm sure if my grandmother used it, I'm sure her mom, you know, and, and beyond, you know, the down the the lineage so like I just I just thought about that it's so beautiful to be able to to see this and reclaim it as our medicine and as the tool for reconnection to our body and to our ancestors yeah no I I I completely agree it is you know a way of being able to connect to our ancestors and each state and even you know, different countries have used a form of a rebozo to like, you know, heal themselves and you carry it, pass it on through generations. And I feel like, you know, like at least, you know, when you see a rebozo, you kind of know where, where it's from, where it's been made from. And then there's a connection to the person that makes it because it takes about three months to be able to do a rebozo and like how much time it, it takes to elaborate it and then to be able to you know, portarlo. I, I feel like it's an honor to be able to wear a rebozo, to use it. And um, yeah, it's to honor our lineage as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, it's not that easy. I, I, my first time using a rebozo was with my baby. Um, and I, I, um, I asked my mom, you know, how do I do this? And I remember feeling very scared that I was going to drop the baby. <laughs> you know because it's like a yeah. baby wearing you know it, it's like kind of like that but there's a certain technique that my mom just knew right away and she was like opening her hands and seeing like look look I'm carrying the baby right now I'm, my hands aren't you know like it's like it's it's easy look just do it and I'm like oh my god how am I gonna do it but then um she, you know with her help she wrapped it in a way that it just felt like safe like okay I can literally do other th- I don't know how to describe it like it's the rebozo with that piece of cloth it's so if you know how to use it it can be the best thing to keep your baby warm held safe and you have free hands yes (laughs) so it's just so so i i you know so it's like you from the work that you do and the the medicine that you offer with the rebozo it's like from baby carrying to like connecting with your body to your ancestors and to carry your baby you know it's like oh yeah. like <laughs> the spectrum of life <laughs> yeah so, and you know like so good good yeah my 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 father mentioned you know my great-grandmother would um carry like loads of laundry or like even like the wood like from las montañas from one to and carrying it in a rebozo um, so it was even used as like a, a, a working tool and, you know, there's so many, there's so much deep history so you know, that we continue to, 
yeah, that we go and we're like, oh my goodness, like this one piece of cloth, you know, like carries so much power. Yeah, so no, much. Absolutely. And I'm sure for our great grandmothers or maybe grandmothers, but you know, I, I, that, that generation, I'm sure there was a deep connection with their rebozo. It's not like, because I know from my, I, I have a clear memory of my grandmother's rebozo. Like I remember her rebozo and it was, I don't know if she had a, a, other rebozos, but I know that she had one in particular she would always use. And I, I want to say that I think a lot of um, our, a lot of our abuelitas, a lot of our grandmothers had a very deep connection with that one rebozo, right? That one rebozo that they could use every day and do everything with, you know? And so I yeah. think it's just so amazing. You know, when you think about it, it's like, they, there was, a, I'm sure there was a deep connection. I don't know if, it, if you've come across any, any information on that, like that, I, that connection with their wonderful soul, you know, their, or their favorite one. Yeah. Well, I feel like I, I have a favorite one. So like I have multiple rebosos, but there's one that I like gravitate to towards the most, the one that feels more comfortable on me, you know, the one that you could go out every single day and it's like, you use it multi-purpose. Right. So then, you know, there's different levels of like the, the more elaborate ones that you don't want to mess up and that you want to take care of, like for celebrations and ceremonies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So th there's like multiple ones, but like, I can relate to the, like having one that I like, no mas, I, I, no tengo a la, a la, I grab it y amonos, and I take it with yes. me all over the place. Yes, exactly. And you know, that's, it's funny now that we're talking about this, I'm having all these rebozo <laughs> stories. <laughs> But uh, I remember when I was pregnant, I wanted one and I had a couple of family members that were traveling to Mexico during that time. It was, of course, pre-pandemic. And I asked them like, oh, like, bring me a rebozo, you know, and it was two in particular. And they both forgot, like, they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I just didn't bring you one. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. I'll, I'll get one eventually. And then it wasn't until I started working with um, a, a, one of them, my teachers or mentors for a short period of time on, on healing and curanderismo. Her name is Maestra Cici, um, that she sent me my, my first rebozo. And, and she, I mean, mind you, this is someone that had no family connection to, and, but she has such a grandmother energy to her, to her, that that was a rebozo that I used for my baby. That's the one that I used for cold you know when it was cold outside and we you know so it's so interesting how we all have like our our go-to and for those yes. that are listening if you don't have one get one <laughs> right it's like <laughs> just get one I mean I know it's they're kind of hard to get right especially out here an authentic well or, may, or no not, or not me share maybe share with our listeners so they can yes. get their own <laughs> yes I, I feel like in, in thanks to like Instagram and social media, there's been a lot more connections to like the communities in, in, in different parts of Mexico. Like there's more of a, a connection thanks to social media. So I, I have different women that I buy rebosos from. One is, you know, from Beth Alonso has a, mm -hmm. a group of indigenous Purepecha women from the city of Michoacan and her Instagram is Wanash. I could send you the information. Yeah, definitely send it to me so I can put it in the show notes for those that want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you could go to, you could go directly on Instagram and order and they could ship it to the United States. Oh, that's amazing. See, I didn't even know about that. That's yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes yeah. you're looking for like an authentic one, you know, I mean, 
there's some on Amazon, but it's like, where are they, you know, where are they made? Who's making them? Is it just like some, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. So it's just, you yeah. want something that feels real and genuine and authentic to you. Right. Cause it carries that. Yeah. I feel like it carries that medicine too, of the artisans, the ones that are making it. Yes. Yeah, so she works with diverse art, artesanas allá in Michoacán. And I, I know multiple ones, so like Sanda Mexico also from Michoacán, and then uh, Rebosos Liliana. So those are three that I've I've purchased from, so I could send the links in the Instagram yes, please. handle for Them. Yes, absolutely. That's um this is, you know, I, I love amplifying, you know, those the, the businesses like that, especially if if you know they're if they're selling, you know, what we it's it's in a way it's like infused with the healing, the reconnection of our ancestors, you know, in in a ways kind of reclaiming, right? Our our medicine. Yeah. 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 Oh, so wonderful. So now let's 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 talk about lessons sensualidad. And you know, that's one of the things that I know that after taking your class, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Jenny is like <laughs> the embodiment of sensualidad, like everything that you did for that, the choreography and the music, everything was just so amazing. That class that I took from you. And I'm ex actually this, I think this Sunday, I think it's a Sunday, yeah. right? I signed up yeah, for, yeah. for your other class. <laughs> yeah. So for those that are listening, probably not going to be, you know, on time to, to take your classes, but I know you'll be offering stuff in the future. So check out her Instagram, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about La Sensualidad and just kind of how you reconnected with that or, or how you came or how you tapped into that for yourself. Yes. So I, la sensualidad is like such a beautiful and powerful word. And I think a lot of the times it has been, you know, taken away from us um, in many different ways um, that we, we at, and I have myself disconnected from it because, you know, situations and life experiences, but I feel like I, I re-tapped to that sensualidad um, around my thirties. So, you know, when we're talking about like in our twenties, we're trying to discover who we are and there's so many unknowns yes, and yes, absolutely very hard period. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. And, and then I feel like in my thirties, that's when I came to realize like, you know, very sure of like who I was as, as in my body um, and being able to, I felt for a moment I had disconnected due to, you know, we always, and I think we talk about like, there's always um, a learning experience from, from something that could have been very negative, which we could be relationships and, and um, what we learn and gain from that, which is being able to take our power back. But sometimes our light is dimmed. And so I was able to reconnect back to my sensualidad through dance. So dance has always been a part of my life. Uh, and I've mentioned that for me, folklorico, um, I've always been dancing folklorico. So since I was eight, I've been dancing folklorico. And I would see the women that would be on stage and the ones that I, I admired look like they were having orgasms on stage. And I'm like, I want to look yeah. like her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you get it. You feel that it's energy, right? And you just, you just feel it. You can't, yeah, you can't not feel what they're experiencing yeah. now. Yeah. And so I, I feel like I, I feel like I had been disconnected 
from that. And so I started taking different types of classes. So not just dance like folklorico, but I was like, I tapped into burlesque. And so when I joined burlesque class, I was like, like this is where I'm from. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. It's like you came home. I, yeah, I, I feel like I came home. And so or you know doing a hair flip or being able to touch my body in different ways that I hadn't touched um I started feeling more powerful and I started feeling like like this is who I am and many of the times we're told to like like don't be so loud don't be so vocal don't be so vulgar and we have to embrace all of who we are for you, it was just kind of uh, returning home in acceptance of all the all of you, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. And, and and how did you? At what point did you feel like okay, this is something that I can. This is a, I guess, medicine healing work that I can do for others. When I started healing myself, so I think we go into this journey of like, uh, you know, because I feel like we have to go through the journey to then be able to like share with others. Um, And as I was healing myself and understanding many of the, of the, of the reconnections that I need to make and reclaiming, um, I started seeing that I started teaching dance class or I started teaching you know, I started as like, okay, you know, this is something that uh, it's going to be for fitness. We're going to do half fitness and half for less. And I started teaching in that way. And um, every class that I kept on teaching, I would, I would do a before and after picture. And I was like, okay, let's do a before and after picture. And I started seeing a change through those pictures. So, and I was like, wait, like I see a different light once they finish the class. So, so interesting, right? How that happens, how that, that shift in energy is so, you can see it. You can not just feeling, I'm sure that all the women that are part of your class, I'm I'm sure they feel it, but then to be able to see it, I think that's even more amazing. Yeah. And, and I've, I've been in dance classes in many dance classes that it doesn't feel safe. Um, You, it feels like, like there's competition, like I need to dance better than you. I need to look better than you. And I do not believe in that. I believe that we need to uplift each other. We need to support each other. We need to take care and care of each other. And so that's where I feel like the the dance moved into a different realm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, because, it, you know, I feel like it just goes hand in hand with what you're what you're offering which is the reconnection to themselves right to to tap into um in in, yeah in in a way tap into those parts that had been neglected or pushed down or maybe shamed i think you know a lot of there's so much shame right when it comes when we think of being sensual um i I feel like because of just everything society family trauma you know it's a very much i think very much layered but I think shame is really what the, the thread, right? That kind of plays throughout and why we don't do some of the things that we, that we, that we want to do that are, that are nourishing and soothing for ourselves. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like shame is, a, I mean, culturally and, you know, what will work passed down, like it, we have to disconnect from our pleasure. So then we're going into like pleasure because oh a lot my of goodness. the time. Yes, that's another, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, how do we feel pleasure within our own, within our bodies? Like if we can't feel it, how are we going to be able to experience it with anybody else? And so I feel like there's, there's so much um, that is kind of rediscovered or unpacked. Even if we're not speaking about it, our body is like feeling it. And so I think it's so, it's so beautiful to be part of that experience. Uh, no, absolutely. It reminds me of a book that I read. Uh, it's called Pussy. A rec- I think it's called Pussy, A Reclamation of Self. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I, I've seen the I've seen the book. Yes. Yeah, it's it, the title is very catchy. And I think it's very intentional to get you to, you know, to read it. But the book is actually about what you just said is is about reconnecting with pleasure, you know, it's reconnecting with that part within us that, 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 that has been conditioned to feel shamed around feeling pleasure. Um, I'm not, not just, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about sexually, but pleasure in yes. general, you know, like what yes. sensuality is right. Sensuality. Well, actually I'll let, why don't you tell us what, what is sensuality? You know, like, what does it mean? I, I, I think I know, but I don't, but I, you're the expert in that. So what, what does it mean to you or what does it mean with the work that you do? I think it, I mean, it, to many, it has different interpretations, but to like being sensual is being one with ourselves, like being able to just embrace all of who we are and just each one's, we have yeah. our own sensualidad. Like I, we can't be like, oh, that person, yeah. you know, like, and you feel it in every cell of your body where you're just like, feeling you're just like I'm feeling myself (laughs) yes absolutely absolutely yeah I love that and because it is very different right so I feel like some people uh some folks get that through what they wear you know like just their outfit for the day and or or taking care of their skin or their hair or you know that's how or you know just art you know food it's a big one I I know there's so many people I was just talking to someone a few days ago and they they were telling me how they love there's this trend on TikTok right now where you where people are like express like eating something and then like showing like a lot of like emotion about it and it's like very catchy for some reason and they were like it's just so like interesting And, and I feel like it has to do with that right it's like seeing someone enjoying eating their food is so it's so satisfying yeah. in a way, right? In a weird way. It's like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The same way. Yeah. And we're experiencing that together. We're like, yes. oh, like we see, we see each other and each person. And so I think like it's it's so beautiful, it's so powerful, and it's so needed, you know, across the board. Absolutely. It just kind of opens the doors for for more self love right and self-acceptance especially when it's the focus is not on how you look per se I'm talking about your classes and the movement yeah like it's the focus is on just moving your body and embracing your body and you know with the help of the revoso you know to help you really like I I almost like like just wrap you and you know in that sense yeah yeah it's you're being held 
you're you're being held and you're holding yourself and and it's just so beautiful like so like when i think like when i'm preparing for class like it takes time to prepare because i'm like every single movement that i'm doing i have to go through it over and over again to be like how do i feel because that's how the people that come to my class are going to feel you know like how do i feel in this moment what do i feel how do i connect this song like i'm listening to the song like is it calling me and so like i feel like we go through we go through an experience together from beginning to end um to then be able to like form like we form so many different relationships you know like as as we finish the class and and it's just so beautiful to see like to me it's an honor to be able to to hold space in this way yeah no yeah absolutely and uh what are some of the things that you do to prepare like what like emotionally how do you feel i guess i what i want to say is like when you're practicing a class that you're going to present a music you know to, for dancing yeah what are you looking for to feel like to say okay this is this is a good song or this is a good move move to or choreography to do Yeah, so like I'm um, I'm listening to the radio, I'm listening to songs because I use reggaeton. So reggaeton is like what I'm connected to. It could be from my grandmother's side, she was yeah. from Puerto Rico. And oh, so like I yeah. reggaeton, reggaeton is something that just mm -hmm. calls to me. Like I feel like so sensual and sexual. It is. So I'm like listening yeah, to the song. Absolutely. And I'm like, "Ooh, I like this. I like the lyrics. I like what it says." And then I I'm like does the beat sound good like I think we're going to be able to move with this and so I I'm looking for different different techniques and and music and then from there I start you know using practicing with my chair so I start making moves like how how do I how how do I feel comfortable with this how are my the people that come into my class how comfortable are they going to feel with this movement and I always think about like how can we you know modify if someone has difficulty with being being able to go all the way down or you know like so we always have to be thinking about that or i'm always thinking about that no yeah like thinking of all body bodies right yeah. and, and movements yeah, yeah. so it's, with reggaeton I, i feel that it's it's interesting choice because for me at least i don't know for for other other people but for me it's, it's sometimes hard i i mean I, i'm fluent in spanish yeah. my first language yeah, yeah but it's hard for me to understand everything they're saying because it's so fast so it's it's i think it's it's, it's an interesting choice to really try to embody it through dance and movement yeah right? And then, and then there's from different cultures like Colombia and Puerto Rico and Cuba. So like even the the way they they say things are different from like maybe how we may understand it. So it makes complete sense. Um, so yeah, I, I I agree with that. Yeah, and it's fast. It's it, they they yeah. talk really fast and and it's very. I mean, most songs that I, at least the ones that are more known are very very sensual, right? They they tend to and the movement, yeah. the dance itself. Like if you go clubbing like the, the yeah is very sensual I mean, or you know yes <laughs> and there's no way yeah. no denying that like it's just like yeah. that's just how it is yeah yeah so i it, like my 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 body just or my mind just gravitated towards it. i'm like oh i like that um and i always saw like in many of the like burlesque classes like there's not that much like spanish music and like you know like i've been wanting to um burlesque <laughs> to maybe los bookies or like Marisela. Oh, like that's wow. something that I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of yeah. wanting to do. That would be so interesting. I love Marisela. And I and yeah. that would be interesting. 
Okay. I could see, I could, I could see that though. I, I could totally see it. Yeah. So like, like some, oh some of God. the things that I'm like, yeah. cause I've, you know, I don't know if you know, Leela Downs, um, I do. the, mm-hmm. the singer. So yes. we do like, you know, the preparation or like the, the warm up. I do like Leela Downs, cuando me tocas tú. like I have an idea of doing Perfume de Gardenia. Um, so like, you know, taking it back, like taking it way back. All the way and back. Being able yes. To, yeah and with with is that what you always do to prep the lila downs is that like your go-to yeah because so there's always a story behind that one so like when we performed folklorico with her on stage that was the song one of the songs that i performed and to me it was like super sensual like that in her hearing her sing live and being able to perform and, you know, having the director uh, choose me to be part of it, I'm like, you know, like, this is such a sensual song. And this is when I was in my transition of, like, reclaiming my 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 sensualidad. Okay, yeah. And so a lot of the work that I had to do to prepare for that song, that's why I started taking burlesque class. And so I feel like Lila Downs has been with me in my heartbreaks. She has been with me, like, when I, you know, like, when I've been doing the healing work, like, her music has meant so much to me and so like it's a way of honoring her honoring her lyrics honoring like just what she represents and then being able to share it you know through through these dance classes or warm-up actually yeah it's a warm-up but I I feel like it's more than that it's it's a way to tap into that energy right for you for you Mm -hmm. as as the one leading the class yeah Uh, I know that I mean as a therapist I know I, I have my little routine to kind of get into that space because it does as the one leading, like for you, you you're leading this, this dance for me, you know, being in therapy, like there's a certain um, transition that, right, that, that happens. And sometimes we don't realize it, but there's certain markers that kind of signal to your mind, to your body and to your energy, right. Your heart space, like, okay, we're in a, like a different part of us has to come up now right there's a there's a yes. part of us that that is present in therapy it's not the same part that is here now right I'm not you know or mm-hmm. the part that is with my little one like there's a part of me that is only in therapy you know and that's it and, and it takes a like certain I have certain ritual little things very little things but make a difference so I, I feel like for you like that song is like what kind of like kind of leads you into that that part you know that brings out that part of you the, the that's sensualidad part of you yes no I like you hit it on boom yes like I feel like there has to be there's preparation to be able to like uh hold hold space and then be able to give energy because like you're you're giving energy to make things move and um you know, a lot of the times like I have women that come with, you know, like they're, they're very shy or they're nervous or they're afraid because it is a very vulnerable space. Like what I am like opening is like super, super vulnerable. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's it, and it's my job to be able to facilitate, to hold. And so, yeah, there's there's definitely preparation, you know, before yeah. like the day before. <laughs> yeah, before. absolutely to get you into that mindset, right? Yeah. Uh, to be able to, and, and it is very personal because, you know, because you think about it, uh, you know, me on, on the other side, like following your, you know, you and your lead and the kind of being part of that is um, you're connecting to a different part, you know, the, the, the sensual part that the part that you, 
you don't bring out in public, you know, the part that is, you know, so it is, it is a very vulnerable space. Um, and you see, at least the, the class that I did with you, you see a range, you know, uh, of people like, uh, I know some, you know, some people may feel very comfortable um, taking or being with very little uh covering your clothes you know it was yeah. summertime so it was hot you know yeah. so people were very comfortable being with uh little clothes others and me <laughs> you know it's yeah. my first it was my first class so yeah I was wearing leggings and like a, a regular you know workout top and and I wasn't quite sure what to expect but just being in that feels like oh like this is not a work you know this is like <laughs> there's a different part you know that is is being asked to be brought out and it feels for me at least it felt like I don't know like if I could do this you know and <laughs> even though it was anything it was everything was just fun and, and very light but just the music you know if you, if you think about yeah. it just the music but the lyric I, I forgot the song but I know it was a very like sexy song and the lyrics were very yeah. sexy and and it's just it's just a different different space yeah yeah and and i and because there's a range of like you know so so much that that because every class i don't know what i'm i'm, I'm expecting right like so i'm like i'm like i could be like okay this is all women are going to be this way or all people are going to be this way and no because I, I have to um allow that you know journey because each one is going to go through their own journey and they're going to receive the medicine that they need to receive within that time and so to me, I'm like, you could come however you, whatever feels comfortable to you. And so that's why I always share like whatever feels comfortable to you. And then, you know, as there's more classes that are taken, there's, you know, more, more más desenvolvimiento que pasa, but it's yeah. appreciated and it's respected and it's, you know, like honored. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and yeah, and it goes with the experience, you know, like I would not feel comfortable with like what I was wearing was like absolutely within my comfort zone. That's how I was able to even do the movements that you were asking, you know, uh, or showing yeah. us to do and all that. Like, I don't think I would have been able to do this, uh, to move as freely if I was wearing something that covered less, you know, like I just wouldn't be yeah. able to embody it. So it's like, you have to be, you have to just kind of be okay with where you're at in your journey. Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay if you always feel that way too, right? If you always yeah. like, you know what, I like wearing you know leggings and a, and a t-shirt like that's and that's okay yeah because <laughs> that's so sexy you know exactly. sometimes i'm like, I'm like exactly. okay, you know, if you want to wear leggings you know maybe if it has a little like lace on the bottom like it looks cute you know like <laughs> that's, anything that's true yeah anything could be converted into like something that you feel sensual in you know Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm excited for the next class and, and I'm excited how, you know, to see how, how, to, you know, the difference, you know, with, um, just within myself, right. Because like, like you said, it's a journey, it's a process, right. I'm sure yeah, you've experienced I'm excited. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. Yes. And did you notice for yourself, like in your own journey, the transition, like in terms of how comfortable you were being out or in, in with others, um dancing wearing specific like type of outfits or doing specific movements did you notice or, or have you always been comfortable in that in that sense since you have a dance background uh you know it 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 took it took well i i feel comfortable wearing lingerie i do feel i feel like i'm connected to it and i i've mentioned in other places where sometimes where i when i take 
therapy, like professional headshots. I'm very awkward. Like, I don't know how to pose. Like, it just feels so like, oh my goodness. Hard. I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> it's always awkward. <laughs> it just feels so awkward. And, and to me, when, you know, if I ever do like a boudoir shot or if we're doing, you know, pictures, like to me, I'm like, oh, you know, I feel very comfortable. But, you know, there's times, you know, and spaces where sometimes like you may not feel connected to your body that you're like, oh, that outfit doesn't feel good on me. And I have experienced that where, you know, I have to walk through that. Like, okay, like Jenny, you are beautiful no matter what. You're going to be okay. We're going to be good. We're going to look like the badasses that we are. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Yes. Yeah, no, and you were, you were, you know, just, you were very encouraging. And I think you kind of, when you step into that role, uh, I, I could see how you take the lead and you, and you really help us feel comfortable. So I do have to say, you know, for those that are listening, it, it feels very easy to feel comfortable in your class. You. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, yeah, I, I, we can talk about this forever, obviously. <laughs> And then you mentioned Bourdois, and then my mind was just like, ooh, Bourdois. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other topic. Uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, thank you for, for being so candid about this, because I know this is something that, again, going back to the idea that we've been conditioned to, to cover up and even feel shame, right? If we have too much of anything, right? It's like, whether personality or talking too much or your body, you know, whatever it is, like we've just been conditioned to think that we're too much. So talking about this so candidly, I think it's, is very much needed. Right. Thank you. No, I appreciate it because, you know, I feel like, um, like the more we talk about it, the more we're open about it, the, the more we embrace it and we all collectively embrace it and you know and everybody's journey is different you know not and nobody has to be like me and nobody has to be like you like we all have our you own unique sasson and that's what we want to bring like to be our truest selves yeah your or your own sasson your own flavor right we all bring our own flavor even if it's the same industry same business right yes no one does it like you do you know no one so it's important to not shy away from doing whatever you want to do right because oh there's already you know hundreds of people doing it or there's tons of people on Instagram already have showing but no one does it the way you do right no one has your personality your 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 fingerprint you know right it's 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 unique and I think it's 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 important to to keep that in mind, you know, I don't, you know, I'm talking about just in general, right. To be able yeah. to, to not shy away from doing what you do just because there's a lot of people doing it. It's like, we all offer something very unique. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And, you know, uh, my, this podcast of course is called inner healing paths because, you know, I do believe that there's so many paths that lead to healing. Uh, so, you know, I know we're, we're coming to the, the end of the, the time that we, that we set up, but just in your own experience or just in your own thoughts and ideas how does healing happen you know how does how do you see healing coming coming or coming in place for for someone I think um healing is collective like we can't do it alone Uh, we need support from our communities from the people that love us from our friends uh just I mean if we're talking about society um, like it's a collective healing like that. That's how like, and we say 
it takes a village to raise a child. It also takes a village to continue to raise that adult, you know, because even as adults, we carry, we carry our own traumas. Um, So being able to collectively heal together. Absolutely. Healing. It, it, I mean, I, I agree. It just, it happens in, in relationship, right. Is in whether that is a relationship that you have with a therapist or a mentor or a loved one, your spouse, you know, but yes. healing can take, can happen in many different ways, but it, it tends to happen not in isolation clearly, right. It yes. happens in relationship in community. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And Jenny, it, just from your, you know, it, it, are there any, any recommendations? I know we talked about a lot of different things and we mentioned a, a book <laughs> called Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, wish yeah. I, I wish I, I, I wrote it. I, I had written down. I don't remember the name of the author, but you know, are the, from your experience, are there any books, uh, anyone that you may wants to do some more healing and whether it's in this realm or any, any of go-to books for, for you that you recommend? Well, I do. I do. I was like when, as you were sharing, so I have the first one that I have is Mastery of Love by Dominion Ruiz. Hmm. Uh, I really love that book. Um, It really helped me when I was going through my heartbreak and like trying to like kind of love myself a little bit more. And I have like a that I was looking at, I was like, oh my goodness, I really love this. So the only way to master love is to practice love. Absolutely. And there's another one that, as you were talking about pussy, there's this book called Come As You Are. Okay. So it's C-O-M-E, Come As You Are. And I'm looking at the author, Emily Nagoski. And that also is a very, very good book. Um, so I definitely recommend that one. Too. Yeah. No, okay. I'm writing down the title. So I'll definitely put it in the show notes for those of you that are listening. And if you're driving or anything, don't worry about it. I'll have it in the show notes. And then uh, Jenny, for those that would, lo- would love to get to know more about your work, maybe take some classes and get to know you or work with you. How can they find you? Yeah, so on Instagram, I am Latin burlesque underscore, sorry, Latin underscore burlesque. And that's kind of where I am. Um, I I connect the most. I also have my my therapy one, which is Jenny LCSW underscore. Uh, And my email, I'm also available through email, JennyViveros at gmail.com. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny, for that. And thank you for, for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge with us today. And I look forward to another conversation with you in the future. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. Have a good evening. You too. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that you found it healing and nourishing to your mind and soul. If there's a friend that you think would benefit from listening to this information, please share it. Share about our podcast. If you feel called to, please leave us a review as this really, really helps boost our presence here in Apple Podcasts and it makes it easier for others to find us to stay up to date on new episode releases and special events and projects that I'm working 
on. You can follow us on Instagram at Inner Healing Paths Podcast. And you can subscribe to my newsletter by going to my website, which is rosashettylcsw.com. And I will include this information and links in the show notes. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to sharing with you again next time.